America's Desert Diaries. Hello, Arizona calling, land of cacti, dusty deserts, towering mountains and snow. (laughs) Yeah, really, snow. Now, if you know Arizona, you'll be aware that towns like Flagstaff, which I've visited a few times, and about two hours from the desert here in Phoenix, have got good dollops of snow throughout the winter, the heaviest being around this time of year and into February. There's a big ski season there and it's always a good 15 degrees Celsius cooler than here in the valley. It's lovely in the furnace-like summer. But this week, there was an almighty storm right on my doorstep. Do you remember last week I mentioned a lot that it had been raining and the skies were grey and thick with cloud? And then come Tuesday, the heavens opened, the wind whipped up and it blew and it poured and poured and blew some more. It was quite a sight to look out the window and see horizontal palm trees and water running down the streets like a river. An hour or so later, I glanced out of my office window and thought, huh, I went downstairs and said to Dave, it's really funny, you know, but the way the light is catching the mountains, it's the McDowell mountain range that I can see from my window. The way it's catching the mountains, it looks like the snow on them. Uh, no, Dave says, the snow on them. What? So with the Enormo storm had come a pretty heavy snow shower just a little bit north from us. Dave's colleague who lives in Cave Creek, which is only 20 minutes or so from our house, had a front garden like a Christmas card. (laughs) As it snows on average 0.1 inch a year in Cave Creek, that means for many years there's just nothing at all, this was a big phenomenon. I mean, not a sniff in the valley of snow, but the last time there was any real amount of the white stuff here was 1937, so we might have a little bit of a while to wait yet. I was supposed to be seeing Phoenix and the Sonoran Desert from a completely different perspective this week, in a hot air balloon. I'd climbed loads of the peaks nearby, like Pinnacle Peak, and walked out to the McDowell Mountain Range, all round the Apache Wash, all these great places to walk. And I always saw, especially at the weekends, hot air balloons around. And I thought, oh, I would love to do that. Love to do it. I looked up in envy, wondering what it was like. So for Christmas, I bought the family a trip. We were due to get up at five o'clock, help inflate the balloon, and then drift off across the desert floor just as the sun rose. We were so excited. But on the days leading up to the flight, the cloud just didn't shift. And I thought, here we go. (laughs) 320 days of sunshine every single year in Phoenix. And we pick the time that's a little bit cloudy. But then actually, as the storm started to move in, it was called off. And I was disappointed, but also excited to hang on for a day when we can see so much more. So instead, I spent the Saturday morning I was due to be flying handling several pairs of men's underpants. About 20, in fact. Mm -mm. Now, the house we live in was for years rented out as an Airbnb and the massive cupboards in the garage, which we needed to clear out to get our junk in there, were stuffed full of random things that had been left over the years. Odd shoes, single gloves, manky old T-shirts and many, 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 many pairs of underpants all of the men's although there was quite a lot of women's shoes it was very confusing to go through them all i am glad i had some marigolds to hand they all went in bulk trash which uh, came around again this week very exciting to get rid of so much junk it was marvelous along with a gazillion palm fronds that had blown down in the wind very glamorous life i live don't you forget it 
Aside from handling men's pants or underwear, as they would say here, of course, pants are trousers, like a purse is a handbag and a wallet is a purse. You keeping up? I've been really, really busy with work in the last week or so. At the moment, my work producing podcasts means I'm collaborating with people in New York, Connecticut, Chicago, LA, San Francisco, Florida and Colorado. (laughs) That's not even counting the several people I still work with in the UK. Now, what this means is firstly, a lot of work. I'm very, very lucky to be so busy at the moment. Secondly, means a lot of meetings. Now, so what you might say, you go to work, you have meetings. That's what it's like. It's not the meetings. that's the problem. It's when those meetings are. (laughs) Don't forget, I mentioned a few weeks ago that there are, of course, multiple time zones here in the USA. Pacific time, LA, etc. is in that, San Francisco. Mountain time, there you've got your Denver going on there. Salt Lake City, things like that. Central time, is your Dallas and your Chicago's, things like that. Eastern time, New York, Washington, Boston, you get the drift. Then there's also Alaskan time and Hawaiian time. So there's quite a lot going on here. Now, every single ad that comes on TV for a new show will always say, tonight at seven, six central, or tomorrow at eight, seven central. And you have to sit then and work out what time central is and where you are to know when to put your brew on and settle down to watch the programme. When planning a meeting, you got to think, okay, well, that person's free at three o'clock, but they're in New York. So that means the person in LA needs to be free at midday. The person in Chicago needs to be available for two, which is 1pm for me. I mean, genuinely, I hated maths at school. You can imagine my anxiety every time I have to set up a Zoom. I do spend much of my day thinking, when's that meeting? Is it now? Have I put it in right? I don't really know. Now, to cap it all, Arizona is in mountain time for half the year. (laughs) Just half the year. The other half of the year, we're aligned with Pacific time, which is really great when the clocks change and people ring you an hour early or late because the clocks don't change in Arizona. We never have to wind a watch forward or back. We change time zones, but we never actually change the time. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. Arizona's so weird. I just don't understand it, said one of my American colleagues this week. (laughs) I was like, you don't understand it. Imagine living 40 plus years in a country where when you say, speak to you at two o'clock, you don't have to get a blooming calculator out. Don't ask me what time it is, but I'll see you in the desert. (laughs) 